If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's time to play! Full-time fantasy. Full-time fantasy. All right, it's Dr. Roto. Get out the insurance cards. Get out the copay. The office is open, my friends. Uh, many of you may not be uh, listening to this show uh, live because uh, right now there's the celebration of life for Kobe and Gianna Bryant. And uh, I was uh, watching that just uh, prior to coming on air. It's, 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 a tough, it's a tough watch. It's a tough watch. I mean, it's, uh, there, there's just no words. I, I, don't, I don't even know how to express it. But uh, as a dad, watching Vanessa speak... And uh, it's just, you know, I, I don't know. I think uh, you try to make the most of, of things like this, but I don't, know, I don't know what to say or what to do. I just know that uh, it's important to take the time, watch, listen, learn, talk about it. And maybe that's, you know, that's, that's the important thing, to be closer to your family and your friends and your children and uh, your loved ones and uh, hold them close. All right, this is a great, uh, great sports weekend. I don't know if you guys caught the fight on uh, Saturday night. And if you bet on it, you might be my rich friend right now because uh, a lot of people betting on Wilder. But uh, Tyson Fury was pretty furious. He was pretty darn good. And so there was a um, – I, I, I want to say I would call this a controversy. I would. At the end of the fight, Mark Breland, who was, a, a by the way, a New York Golden Gloves champion and, and world champion, um, threw in the towel, and Wilder was upset. Wilder was upset that the towel was thrown in because he's a warrior. And I get that. I get that. You want to take me out? You got to take me out in a stretcher. But you know what? I think his trainer did the right thing. He's getting beat up by a dude who's 6'9", 273 pounds, who was pummeling him all night long, and this guy wasn't getting any good shots in. 
So when you're taking a beating and you're not giving one back, sometimes you just got to, let's say, this wasn't your night, bro. Let's come, come back and do it again next time. He may have saved his career. Some nights are just not your night. Some nights, just it just doesn't work for you. And Saturday night was not the night for Deontay Wilder. So I know that you guys may have seen or heard. Should they have thrown in the towel? Blah, blah, blah. Maybe you saw it live. Let me tell you, he was taking a beating. He was taking a beating. So what was there, like a 5% chance he could win? I don't know. Better off training, coming back again, one more shot. Tyson Fury 3. I'm sorry, Wilder Fury 3. There'll be money for that one too. It may take a while to get there. But Wilder contractually can have that fight. More money. Got one more shot. It's a big dude. It's a big dude. So I thought that was uh, pretty interesting. I don't know if you guys saw that on Saturday. But Fury was was an underdog. I think everybody thought Wilder knocked him out once. He can knock him out again. You just never know. When it comes to gambling, you just never know. Now, I wanted to take Fury. I didn't bet on it, but I did want to take Fury because I just thought the odds were too good. Sometimes the odds just work for you when you're gambling. You got to go with the odds. Right? Now, I didn't think Fury was going to take out Wilder in round one or two, but that's where the, the odds are great. But I still think the odds are pretty strong on Fury winning. Nobody saw that. So, if he made a killing, good for you. I hope you're my rich friend today. All right, fantasy baseball time. We're starting to see spring training games. So here's what we see in spring training. People are nicer. Stadiums are warm. Everybody's pitchers are pitching. Sometimes maybe they're going a couple innings, right? Maybe they're going one inning, maybe two. Work their way up to five or six. Hitters. Early on, get like one at bat, and then they start playing golf. Maybe they ramp it up to two or three at bats. Guys missing time due to minor injuries and fantasy baseball players overreacting. Right? Oh, my guy, he's out. He's out. He's got a bad shoulder. Yeah, okay. You know, I never worry about stuff so soon in spring training. I never worry about it. I really don't. Now, if it's late in spring training and a guy is injured, I will worry. I will. I'll worry mainly because I'll say to myself, is he going to miss the start of the season? Does he have to go on the injured list? Does he have to begin the year in the minors to ramp up the activities? Right? But right now, if a guy's not playing, not worried. They have time. It's a long spring training season. Lots of games. Lots of games. So if your guy misses a start or two, it's okay. Now all of a sudden, if it's March 10th, March 12th, maybe he might not be there for the beginning of the season. That's an issue. There's always a dead arm period during spring training, right? Where guys like, ah, I don't know my good stuff. I got a dead arm. Oh, what do you mean a dead arm? Oh, I'm panicking, panicking. Can't panic. Can't panic. All these pitchers go through it. It's a long off season. They got to ramp up and they throw really hard. They throw really hard. Here's what you don't want to see. You don't want to see a guy get hit in the wrist. You don't want to see a guy 
get real injured where he's done for the year. That's what you want to avoid. Outside of these little, you know, hey, through a bullpen session, you know, whatever like that. That's okay. We can, we can live with all those other things. Those other things are fine, right? It's when it's more major that we begin to worry. So when I see that Chris Archer misses misses start today, yeah, not worried about it. Not worried about it. I'm okay with that. Right? When I see that Austin Meadows was scratched due to a personal matter, I'm okay with that. Doesn't bother me. Right? These are things that we can get past. If it's something major, then we deal with it. All right? Now, here's another thing I want you guys to do during spring training. Don't overreact. Just because a guy, just because Franmil Reyes has eight home runs or ten home runs during spring training doesn't mean he's going to lead the American League in home runs. I once thought that way, though. Down here, where I live, I live right by the Red Sox and the Twins, and there was one spring training season where Mike Napoli, I don't know if you remember Mike Napoli, the former catcher, first base, DH for the Red Sox. I'm telling you, he must have had 10 or 12 12 home runs. Every time he was up in the spring, the dude hit a home run. And he couldn't get it hit like until May, maybe June. So just because a dude is hot during spring training doesn't mean he's going to be hot during the regular season. Let's not delude ourselves. Just because a guy's hitting 474 in Jupiter doesn't mean he's hitting 474 in St. Louis. Okay? We don't want to overreact to spring training stats. Oh, the pitcher's got an area of 10. Well, maybe because he's trying other pitches. Maybe he's just trying to loosen his arm up. Who knows what he's doing? Not worried. Now, if he has an ERA of 10 in May, I'm worried. So I think we tend to overreact. We overreact from, free, from spring training stats. So let's learn how to relax. Relax. Also, what else do we not relax with? Young guys. Joe Adele. Oh, two for three with an RBI and a stolen base. He looks good. Of course he looks good. He's 20. He's not coming up. Maybe he'll come up in May or June, but he's not starting the year with the team. That just doesn't happen. Right? So you got to relax. It's okay to identify Joe Adele, right? And we're going to draft him for sure, but we're not going to draft him thinking he's playing right away because it's most likely not going to happen. Right? We have to think about things like that. It's different. So when we come back, I'm going to tell you something that is so basic. It's probably the most basic thing that I thought about. But it has reverberations when it comes to thinking about fantasy football versus fantasy baseball. Because we look at the sport in two different ways. Right? And I want to take some time of looking at fantasy football, looking at fantasy baseball, and understanding the one monumental difference. There's one monumental difference that I think every fantasy owner has to understand. And when you do understand this difference, it's going to help you win your leagues. Because you have to think of it in a certain way 
and you can't think of the same sports in the same way because they're different and you can't treat them the same way. And it's a little nuance that I promise we will discuss when full-time fantasy returns right after this. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, we're back. Dr. Rota here, full-time fantasy so, I'm going to tell you something here that I, I'm t- I know this is not rocket science, but in case maybe somebody never thought of it the same way that I did, here's a thought for you. 
Fantasy football, when it comes to drafting players, many times I don't care about the first few weeks because I care mostly about weeks 14, 15, and 16, right? So if there's a third string running back, I'll draft that guy in round 12, maybe round 10. Because I know when that guy, like Alvin Kamara a couple years ago, right? When Alvin Kamara finally gets the job, he's going to be sensational, right? And you know in football that talent generally wins out. Talent generally wins out. And a player who does nothing for you all year doesn't really matter. So long as you have them in the playoffs, i.e. Derrick Henry, and they go crazy. Boom, you're you're my rich friend. You win. Congratulations. Baseball is very different. That stud guy may not even come up, firstly. Maybe he comes up in September. Secondly, maybe he comes up around the All-Star break. Maybe he doesn't even come up. Maybe he comes up in June. You just don't know. Then they've got these guys who are scrubs, who they play for the first couple of months as the team tries to see if they can be in contention. Then when the team's not in contention, they get rid of that guy. So Todd Frazier might be playing for the Rangers for the first two months, And then all of a sudden, by July, this dude's out of baseball. So you draft Todd Frazier, he may be gone. So you got to be very careful. And then if you draft guys who are going to be there after the All-Star break, you're not accruing any stats before the All-Star break. And you have to accrue stats. You don't accrue stats, you're not going to win. So it's a very frustrating sport. Then when you finally get the stats and your guys are there, then all of a sudden when rosters expand, guys you've never even heard of are playing and they're affecting the outcome of a league. September changes everything. How many times does September change everything in a baseball league? I'm telling you, and this is a true story, maybe about four, five, six years ago, I can't remember, I'm literally five points up in a league with one week to go and I lose by a point. How is that possible? Seriously, how is that possible? Because crazy things happen the last week of a season, last month of a season. Only in baseball can a team that seems to be winning all, all year long can lose it in the last couple of weeks. A team gets hot. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's frenetic. Right? It's frenetic. So... You have to look at baseball differently. Guys are there the first couple months. Then, you know, so let's just use, let's just use the Angels for a conversation. Okay? So, one moment, please. Please hold. Thank you for holding. All right. The outfield. Mike Trout. Justin Upton went healthy. 
right? When healthy, hoping he'll be, I mean, he's hoping he'll be back healthy. Brian Goodwin, Joe Adele, Shohei Otani, the DH. So let me ask you this. When do you think Joe Adele's coming up? Do you draft Brian Goodwin? Do you draft? Most people are drafting Adele, and rightfully so. But Goodwin may play for the first four to six weeks of the season. What if Goodwin starts out hot and Adele starts out cold? What if Adele's hitting 228 in AAA and Goodwin's hitting 343 the first two months? Now, all of a sudden, you're not taking Goodwin out of the lineup. You're not taking Trout out of the lineup. You're not taking Justin Upton out of the lineup. And now, all of a sudden, Joe Adele's waiting. Right? But you drafted Adele. You're like, I got Joe Adele. Well, maybe he doesn't play until June 23rd. Oh, wow, what do I do the first two months of the season? Baseball's tricky. But you don't want to draft Brian Goodwin because you don't want to waste a roster spot. Baseball's tricky. Right? Football, we have smaller rosters oftentimes. Got four running backs. Two guys play. One guy can start and one guy maybe we take a risk on. It's hard. Then, when we look at guys in lineups, you know, how long? Let's go back to my Todd Frazier example. Todd Frazier, first baseman for the Rangers. But for how long? When is this dude out? How long do you give him? What about Nick Solak? Is he going to start a third? Is he going to play the outfield? We don't know. You don't know what happens with young guys. They're hard to predict. Baseball is a very hard sport. Why? Who's the closer? Well, I think I know who the closer is. But oftentimes, well, let's see. The Mets, I think it's Edwin Diaz. But they did sign Dylan Batances. And Seth Lugo has been pretty good. So I think it's Diaz. But what if he has a horrific start? What if this guy is like in, getting into the end of May and it's, it has an ERA of 5.49? Well, maybe he won't be the closer. See what I'm saying? It's tricky. It's very tricky. So with baseball, you got to be on it. You got to be on it from the beginning. You have to pay attention to the minor leagues. You got to pay attention to the box scores. You got to be pay attention to when a guy sits, when it's a righty versus a lefty. Where does he hit in the order when a righty's on the mound? Where does he hit in the order when a lefty's on the mound? Right? What about you know the Tampa Bay Rays? What about the Rays when they have righties and lefties and they're going to have two different teams basically? Right? Margot, Manuel Margot, when a lefty's on the mound, he's going to play. When a righty's on the mound, probably won't. you gotta, you got to be on top of all these things in fantasy baseball. It makes it very, very tricky. Right? So, it's a delicate balance to how you draft and how much risk you can take. See... We may want to take a guy who we like. But what if this guy may not come up like Joe Adele? 
How many Joe Adels can you take on your roster? Two, three, four, six? If you take six, you're going to lose. You take three, it may be three too many. Maybe it's just one. Do you understand? So you got to be careful with the, with the risk. But at the same time, you can't be too predictable and take boring guys. Now, boring plays, but does boring win? Right? It's, it's, it's a dual-edged sword. I want Joe, Joe Adele, but at the same time, he doesn't play through June. I don't want Cole Calhoun, but Cole Calhoun may get 558 at-bats. But, he, of course, he could hit 230. So you've got to be right a lot. And you have to pick up the right guys mid-season. And you got to know when to spend in fab for the right guy and not just spend to spend. Right? Don't waste $26 on a guy who may only play for a couple of weeks. You spend on the guys who are impact players, who make a difference in your lineup. Those are the guys you spend money on. Otherwise, you're wasting money. Right? And we never want to do that. We never want to do that in fantasy baseball. So I think it's very interesting how people construct their team and how people decide to take risk, you know? So let me look at the... uh, Now, I'm in a Tout Wars draft that's going on. We're finally in round 20. It's only taken forever. We're in round 20. We've got 30 more rounds to go, mind you, in case you guys weren't aware of that. How risky can you take certain guys? When did Joe Adele go? Joe Adele went in round 17. Dylan Carlson went in round 17. Right? When are they going to play? When's Dylan Carlson going to play in St. Louis? Should play, but when? Right? We don't know. Cole Calhoun went around 19. Cole Calhoun's going to play from the beginning. So you got to figure this out. When, you know, when are you willing to take chances on people? When is it good to take a safe guy versus a risk? And how many risks can we have? And where can we have them? Can we have five risky pitchers? Right? How many can we have? So it's not easy. It's not an easy balance. And you've got to figure it out as a fantasy baseball owner. I will tell you, one guy, fine. Two, maybe. More than that, risky. It's like one and a half is good. Two is maybe. Two and a half, too many. All right, we're breaking it all down. We return right after this. Thank you. 
Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, we are back. I don't know if you guys are watching. Sean, are you still watching the Kobe thing? I am yeah. not, no. Celebration of life? No. Okay. Right. You pay attention to my show instead. I appreciate that. Exactly. I'd be, I'd be watching the Kobe thing if I were you. Way more important than what I'm saying. But uh, I taped it. I will, so we'll, not, I will uh, take we'll the fifth on that. Yeah. <laughs> Vanessa, right, Vanessa Bryant, it. though, you know, she spoke before your show. That was powerful. She did. She, yeah. she was only speaking about – I only heard her talk about uh, Gianna. I didn't hear her talk yeah, about Kobe. That was powerful, right? But 
everything yeah. after that, though, really? Do you really need to Who is, listen to after that? Jerry West for the 10th time or Magic Johnson for the 10th oh. time? You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah Vanessa's I important know. because, I like, uh, and I give her credit for speaking. Like, I would, <laughs> you know, yeah, after what she's I, been yeah, through. Yeah, I was thinking about that. Uh, no, yeah, I, when they said she, when they called her up, I was a little oh, shocked. That, 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 that is I was tough. Good for her, you. man. I give her a lot of credit. But, you know, it's a tragedy, you know. It's not a celebration of life. I mean, you're 13 years old and you pass away. I mean, it's a tragedy. It's not a celebration of life. Well, what life did you live? You know what I mean? Well, you lived 13 like, years, dude. Really? And that's a celebration? No, it's not. I Come don't on. Know. We're soft well, as a society. We, 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 we are. It's not that. I think we call, call it like it, it is. That, you know? No, but come on. No, but we call it a we don't call it a funeral. We call it, it a celebration it, of life. It just sounds. It's better. insulting. I know it sounds better, but it's not better. It doesn't make me feel better. This girl lived 13 years. It's not a celebration of her life. It's not about you. It's not about you. But the public, the overwhelming public, they're not celebrating. I think the, the fact public that likes it. Gianna died at 13 years old. Come on, stop. Or I'm Kobe, just saying, or Kobe I think for that matter. Like, uh, don't insult the public. I think, I think Paul, I, no, no, I think the public likes the, 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 the positivity of the, that message. But we could read through it, though. It's, th- there's no positivity in this, right? Well, you have to find some, dude. No, you don't. You got to find some positivity. There's no positivity. It's a tragedy. Call it like it is. It is a tragedy, but you got to find, you got to you search. You're selfish because you're making it about you. You want to feel I'm not better. Making it about me at all. Not, no, no, you want to feel better. No, you want to feel better because you want to call better. it a celebration of life. I don't want to call it a celebration of life. Yeah, I, you want to feel better. Well, it's who's it for that? then? So why is it called that then? Who's it for? For you and, and the public. Who? I think that TV and media use those words because they sound better than funeral. It's insulting. It's insulting because to this girl. To the Who's public, insulting you? to the mass public, it's insulting. It's ridiculous. Your objection to this word? Yes, I have a big yes. It's a tragedy. I don't know how it's insulting. It's a tra- I, I There's it's no a positive in this. There's no positive. It's a tragedy. There's no positive. You can't take a positive out of this. Kobe Bryant and, and his daughter dying? <laughs> There's no positive. I'm sorry. I th- you can't as, spin as a, it as a positive. You, no, it's no, not. No, you're, miss, you're missing the point. I think what happens is... Is that you want to celebrate the life they led and the and the things they did? So you're celebrating what their life. Could somebody life. accomplish at 13 years old? What exactly could someone accomplish? Dude, at 13 that, years old? there's can no I celebration. Tell you, you, want, of life. Uh, you want a true story? I will give you a true story. You want a true story? I grew up with a guy with a kid, right? Who in sixth grade, he was a grand champion bridge master at 12 years old, the youngest in American history. Is that not good enough for you? So celebrating. All right, so so what would so have, could I celebrate his life? Wait, if he died, what would have his life been had he lived past? He was 12? a grandmaster, bridge right. champion. So at 12. you can accomplish so, so you much just said more. at thirteen years old, you but, can't do anything. So if that person passes away, isn't it a tragedy that they didn't live on of for another fifty, sixty years? It is years? a tragedy. Exactly. So call like it is. How about gone too soon? Gone too well, okay. soon. We could we could call that. I like that. Right, I like that see. better than Kobe and Jenna celebrating Bryant, life. I'm not going to go off and, and like celebrate Kobe Bryant and oh, Gianna's yeah. life. You going to celebrate right, so that? You going to clap so you, you and applaud? Seriously? Well, I think you're clapping for them. No, stop. Gone too soon. It's a tragedy. We can feel sad for for a couple of minutes. We can. We're okay. There's no positive in this. I'm sorry. You can't take. You can't right, spin so let me this ask as a you positive. A question. Are yeah. you some? I'm not spinning as a positive. Are you somebody that believes that there should not be a trophy for everybody? 100% so, yes. 
Right. So yes. there's no participation trophies no. in Sean's no. life. No. Is that fair? So let me ask you Is this. Is that fair? No, no. So, so let me ask you this. Lou and Mike decide at the end of the year that they're <laughs> going to give a bonus to the top two producers on the channel. Right. You're cool with that. And you don't get anything if you're not one of the top two. You're good with that. I am good with that, yeah. I would be really? good with that, yeah. All I right, I'm going gonna, gonna to text Cardano right now. <laughs> yeah, I am good with that. <laughs> so you don't, you don't feel like everybody deserves a bonus. They're not all equal. Right, right, right. Really? Seriously? No, but so you... No, no, why is, it, why is that different? It is different. Why is it a Christmas bonus different? Should, no, should we only give a bonus to people who deserve it? We should, yes. Only the top. But not one. everybody. Not everyone, no. This so just know. just the one the, the one best producer as judged by Sussman Cardano and Lou, but 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 that's tangible, right? A trophy is that tangible? Really? A piece of metal? No. If you are as if you are on a team, Rodman, if you are on a team <laughs> and you all play the same little league, doesn't yeah. every kid deserve a trophy at the end of the season? No. Or should I only give the what MVP does a trophy, trophy mean then? So if everyone gets a trophy, doesn't it water down the trophy? No, he participated. It's a participation trophy. Do we need participation trophies? To make you yes. feel better about your yeah. your play? Yes. yes. My that... son played soccer for years. He was okay. terrible. But he has participation <laughs> ribbons in his room no, stop for playing making... soccer. And he feels no, good about terrible. that? Well, yes, he still has them up. He participated. He liked yeah, it. Yeah, no. no. I, don't, I don't feel good for being on a high school football team. I feel good about being a, you know, a, a good player on a, on a high school football team, right? So did you have a letter jacket? We we did we did yes okay so why should you not have a letter jacket for only 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 well, the people who start should get a letter jacket but not you well, Sean if you're on the if bench if you know they they give like a C to the captains and you wear well that that's C? true but the captains get a C right, right. that's cool so, so but, that's should, cool. but if you don't that's start should you not get one if you don't start should you not get a jacket well isn't that a participation trophy then it is a participation so right. is your summer so, good and summer bad for you so then why do you need a participation trophy if you get a leather jacket. Why do you need? But why should everybody get a letter, <laughs> you know a letter jacket you know if, you don't, if you don't if you don't play? But that's not. But but that just goes to someone who's on the team. That just signifies you're should on the, the team. Should the third should the third quarterback yeah. on a varsity football team get a jacket? Yes, the yes. third string quarterback. That's why not a trophy play? though. It is a trophy. Waters down the trophy for the MVP and for the best team in the league. So right? he could have a he could have a jacket to recognize his participation. That's okay for you. So when you you give someone All right, wait, 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 wait. So so if you give a participation trophy to everyone, doesn't the MVP right. and the best team get bigger he trophies? A, he should get Yes, he should So get then a you'll still trophy. feel bad about that participation trophy. So what is it actually doing? What is it yeah, accomplishing? But the MVP should be a big old trophy, right? And the and the So like you still feel bad even if you participated. Right, but at least you got something. Do you feel good about you that? Though? Something. You're still not you still Subpar? Yeah, you, you put it in your room somewhere and you feel good about it. Do you really? You're going to hang a participation did, trophy on, on your wall? Did you, did you wear your Letterman's jacket around school even if you didn't start? That, but that's different, though. That's Why different. is it different? Because they didn't award the uh, – the season didn't end yet, right? So we don't know who's the winner and who's the best and, and what have you. A participation trophy is just a participation trophy. There's also a trophy for MVP – and, you know, uh, also the championship trophy, and that's Look, bigger and better. I think, I think that we do the, – the, the point of this whole discussion is that we say and do things to make fee- people feel better. That's what we do as a society. We want people to feel good about themselves. How can you feel better? So we say that Wait, we how can you good feel words? good about a 41-year-old man and a 13-year-old? You can't, but you exactly. call it a celebration of his life. 
but it's but it's insulting to. because we all know what it's it really is. It's not insulting. Is. Gone too soon. Okay, it's insulting. Stop. You can't celebrate a 13-year-old girl's life. You can't, or a boy, for that matter. There's no celebrating that. I'm sorry. Tell Vanessa Williams, uh, Vanessa Bryant, that. Sorry. Right. <sighs> right. You know Look, Isn't that true? The, the, I'm okay with gone too soon. I'm okay with that. Uh, ESPN's but the worst. But I don't think we they have are to, the worst. W- why are they the worst? Because they they coined that celebration of life, huh? Really? They didn't. They didn't coin that. They've been. They've That's been, what they're, they're. People have been using that for years. Oh, well, they are the ones that are pushing that right now. All right, celebration of life. If I drop dead tomorrow, are we having Dr. Roto's funeral? Or are we having Dr. Roto's celebration of life? Funeral. Well, Gone too soon. You're you're too young to die. No, sorry. Gone too soon. Gone too soon. So yeah. do, gone too soon is, is what you want to call it. Yes. But I think I think on the TV they call it celebration of life. And they're wrong. So so let me ask you this. <laughs> I, I dropped it I dropped it tomorrow. Are you start, are you playing clip my best clips? Or are you playing things that depress people? <sighs> what are you playing? <sighs> you're playing my best clips, right? Because you want people to remember me in the best way they can. Oh, Roto right. was funny here. He said Doc was funny there. You can still remember some, there. But, but it's a tragedy, though. Let, let, let's not, like, get it away is. from that. Right. So, in that respect, you can still play their best moments of their life. doesn't mean that it's still not a tragedy. Right? Of course it's a tragedy. Right. Right. So, like, no, Dom, it's, like is, 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 is an 86-year-old dying a tragedy? I'm not popping champagne because you're dead. Isn't that a celebration? You would, though. You, celebra- you would. <laughs> if I'm not here, you would. You'd be popping no, bottles. I know you. I would not. Yeah. I would not. <laughs> no. <laughs> You're like the person I no, think but- of when, whenever like, I'm like, my inner voice is like, this is not right. I got I to gotta complain about this right now. Right? I didn't get the right room at my hotel. Dr. Roto. Yeah. What would Dr. Roto do? <laughs> that's true. It's true. You know what? It's so, it's so funny because. And that's a positive. I, I'm, I'm really not that bad. Yeah, I'm really not that bad. And then we'll watch Curb Your Enthusiasm. I'm like, that guy's just <laughs> evil. Yeah, yeah, he's just mean. Uh, He is mean. I would never be mean like that. That guy is just like tortures people. I did watch the first episode this year. That was funny. With the Magna hat. What, with the hat? With the Kelly hat? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) That was funny. But he is mean. But most of the time, he's just plain old mean. Yeah, he's mean. Yeah, he's just mean and and rude to people. I don't know. But he's right. I don't think you can live like that. He's right some of the time, right? He's right. No, so some of the things, they they are, (laughs) except when he gets mean about it. Like, I don't think there should be a meanness to it. I think of you though. You know, whenever you, I'm in those situations, <laughs> <laughs> and what do you do? Wait, w, what would Doc do? Yeah, what would and Doc what do? You do? do? do you decide, so do you decide to do what I would do, or do you yes, just do what you correct. would do? Yes, I would. <laughs> oh, I would do. <laughs> you would do like I, I got the wrong room in my hotel. I gotta say something about so this. You go downstairs and you yep. freak out. Yep. Yep. Yeah, that's what you got. Positive. It's get, good. You want the right room? You got to get. We got to go out one time because I have to witness yeah. this in person. Just <laughs> <laughs> ask my wife about it. All right, we'll be back with more right after this. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick 
and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right. I'm upset. I am upset. I really wanted Yoshi Tsutsugo in my Tout Wars Draft and Hold League. And somebody just took him in round 20. And I know you're like, Dr. Roto, if you really like this guy, why would you let him wait until round 20? Because I thought I could get him later. And then, of course, he hits a home run. Because the guy is like, looks like Godzilla. He's not, you know, most Japanese people are like, oh, he's, you know, he's rather in the small, skinny side. This guy's like, looks like he ate three people. It's like Hideki Matsui. It's a giant. It's Godzilla. He's going to hit 20 home runs for sure this year. For sure. I don't know if I'm loving this league. I don't know. I, I'm, I haven't even started this league. I don't know if I'm loving it yet. I'm actually a little upset. These draft and holds are not as fun. I, I like drafting in one shot. Let's do it in one shot. Boom. One shot. One long shot. 50 rounds. I'm cool. Give me four hours. We'll go from 8 to midnight. Let's just do it. That's better than this. This is like a paper cut that just keeps on bleeding. I'm bleeding. I'm bleeding. It's killing me. 
I don't know. I'm not, I'm not having fun. But I, I, I think I've, I've complained literally ever since I've been in Tout Wars. It's terrible, right? My first year in Tout Wars, my first three years in Tout Wars, I was in the head-to-head league. I hate head-to-head. Hate it. And then the first two years were rough. And then last year, they literally changed the point system a week before the draft, the auction. I'm like, seriously? You can't change the points because it was a head-to-head points league for the last three years. So I was like, look, you know I'm not feeling well. I've got some medical issues. Let me just do another league. And they put me in this draft and hold league. I guess beggars can't be choosers. But I don't know. I hate these leagues. I like drafting in one shot. I hate people who have an opportunity to look things up. Right? Because... I think draft and hold leagues prevent stupidity. I I believe that. I believe draft and hold prevent stupidity. Hear me out. You and I play chess. And we play speed chess. You're going to make a bad move. Guaranteed, you will make a bad move at some point, and I'll be there to capitalize. Now, if we play chess over three weeks and you had time to calculate every single move, you would, of course, play better. Which is fair. Oh, but Dr. Roto, we're playing chess together. Yeah, we're playing over a month. One move, one move, one move, one move. Obviously, you could look at the board 17 different ways. If we were playing chess in one minute, in one hour or less, you'd make a dumb move. Boom! And I'd be all over it. Here... We watch, we're patient, draft, it's now round 21, I have 30 more rounds to go. It should be everybody drafts in a half hour. Boom, 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 boom. Some eight guys will make mistakes. I won't, I'll win. Means you're not prepared. I feel that way in all these leagues. I don't need a 90-minute clock. Give me 40 seconds, 30 seconds. For sure, 60 seconds. This is like painful. And then it's like, is this guy going to come back to me? I don't know. See, I I have a better feel of a draft when the draft is going on than I do now. I have no feel for this draft. And part of being in a draft is the feeling you get, right? Oh, I don't think this guy's going to do that. This guy hasn't taken this, blah, 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 blah. Here, most people shouldn't screw this up. Right? Big difference. So I find this very frustrating. find these drafts very frustrating. I don't know. I don't want to complain too much. You know, like I said, they did me a favor. They switched me out of that league. The head-to-head points league was brutal. Brutal. At least here I don't have to deal with bad trades, which inevitably there always is. So last year, the winner of my head-to-head league calls me up and tries to make a trade. And this guy is trying 17 ways for Sunday to to get me to take this offer. And every time I'm like, no, 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 no. Right? And he's like... He tries to make me give him free agent dollars, and he's going to give me this guy and this guy. Every deal he offers me is crap. Crap! 
crap, 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 crap. So you know what he does? Call somebody else and makes a deal with them. Well, then of course that's going to happen. Because you're going to find somebody in the league who's dumb, who makes a dumb trade. Do you think he ever called me back for a trade? Never did again. Because he knew he wasn't going to get one. Because I don't make bad deals. Dr. Roto, I don't do bad deals. Trust me. I don't make bad deals. And if I do, there's probably a reason. Trust me when I tell you there's probably a reason that I made the bad deal. Right? So, I mean, I'm thankful there's no trades in this league. Because you know my theory on trading league. I don't trust them. I don't trust people in a trading league. Crazy things happen when you can trade. I've had people, and I don't want to say names. I've had people like, hey, Doc, you know, I'm not, you're not going to win this year. Can you help me out? No. How's that fair? Yeah, I'm making a run at it. Can you make me a deal? No. Go win it on your own. I'll make you a deal if it's fair. But I'm not going to make you a, a deal in your favor just so you can win. How are you going to feel about that? That's Honestly, if you're out there right now and you're listening to this show and you're one of those people who will make a trade at the end and, and take advantage of somebody else so you can win, then I feel I haven't done my job as a host all these years. Because firstly, I'd like to put you in a position that you could win without doing that. Secondly, I'd like to be able to give you information that you need to help you where you don't need to do that. And thirdly, you shouldn't have to do that at all. Right? Being quite honest with you. I feel like I've let you down as a host. If that's, if that's what you're doing. I really feel that way. So, make a trade. Make it make sense. Do the right thing with the trade. But please... Don't try to make deals at the end where you're taking advantage of the number eight seed because he's not paying attention anymore just so you can win. I don't want to win that way. I really don't. I don't want to win that way. All right, let's take a look at some baseball news and notes. All right. So I told you about Chris Archer, right? And I told you about Austin Meadows. I know I did that. And I told you about uh, Tsutsugo. Brian Anderson left Monday's game when he was hit by a pitch on his left hand. So that's not very good. Uh, Fran Mill Reyes dropped 20 pounds this offseason. I like this guy. I do. I like this guy. I think he could hit 40 home runs this year. Angels manager Joe Madden said Hansel Robles will be the team's closer. Was there anybody else? I mean, Joe Madden can get a little crazy on you, but Robles is pretty darn good. He's a good player. All right. Emmanuel Class, be careful. This guy is dealing with some tightness in his, in his lat muscle. I love Emmanuel Class, and he probably will close by the end of the year. But this looks like uh, this could be tricky throughout the preseason. Steven Piscotti said he's, got, he's dealing with a strain on his left side. Jesse Winker said on Monday that his x-ray showed no fracture in his left wrist. 
I like Jesse Winker. I just wish he had more power. Seriously, I just wish he'd have more power. Chris Sale met with Red Sox manager Ron Renneke to figure out how he's going to ramp up for opening day. I like Sale, but I will never be drafting Sale in round two or three. I'll take him in four, which means I won't get him. And I'm okay with that. Mike Soroka threw an inning of BP on Monday. He said he felt good. I like to see that. Uh, Lonnie Chisenhall. By the way, I don't know if any of you listen to this. You know I gave you the Lonnie Chisen call years ago where he had three home runs and nine RBIs. He retired. I want to miss him. Uh, Adrian Hauser pitched pretty well uh, this week. I like Adrian Hauser. And I kind of like uh, Josh Lindblom as well. So um, Lindblom did a thing where he came back from Korea like Miles Mikolas did. Uh, let's see. But Hauser, Hauser's interesting. Hauser had a three, like a little, about a 3 2 ERA. Uh, and he did pretty well over his last bunch of starts. I think he's somebody that you could absolutely use as like a fourth or fifth start in a fantasy rotation. And he's not getting a lot of publicity. Right? He's not getting a lot of publicity. So uh, I, I like him. I think he's interesting. Uh, Trent Grisham is a guy that uh, he went one for three for with a run scored for the Padres. Keep your eye on him. Kettle Marte had a home run over the weekend. I'm a big fan. And by the way, got to watch. Like, you see Kikuchi still hasn't figured it out. Sometimes guys come over from Japan and they're great. And sometimes guys come over from Japan and are not so great. So you just have to figure out, you know, sooner than later whether this guy's going to be a disappointment. Not everybody turns out to be a cheer. Okay? But right now it's time to put away the insurance card, put away the copay. The office is closed, my friends. I want you guys to check out fulltimefantasy.com. Check out the team outlooks by Sean Childs. He does a great job. And, of course, I did my podcast preview with the Cubs today. All right. Thank you, Sean and Booth. Appreciate you. And thank you guys for listening. This is Dr. Roto saying be well and take care. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least. 
as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry. Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.